Chapter Ten of Our Army at the Front. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Our Army at the Front by Haywood Brune. Chapter Ten The Schools for Officers. The first economy effected after the broad sweep of training was in swing was to segregate the officers for special training and these officer schools fell into two types first there was the camp for the young commissioned officers from plattsburgh and similar camps in america to give them virtually the same training as the soldiers had but at a sharper pace inclusive also of more theory and to increase their executive ability in action second there was the school established by general pershing late in the year through which non-commissioned officers could train to take commissions of the first type there were many of the second only one the camp for the plattsburgh graduates which turned its men first into the fighting was one having about three hundred men situated in the south of france where the weather could do its minimum of impeding these youngsters arrived in september and they were fighting by thanksgiving the next batch took appreciably less time to train partly because the organization had been tried out and perfected on the first contingent and partly because they were so destined for a longer stay in the line before they were hauled back for training others this process was duplicated in scores of schools throughout france so that the expeditionary force what with its reorganization to require fewer officers and its complementary schools never lacked for able leadership the first school was under command of major-general robert bullard a veteran infantry officer with long experience in the philippines to draw on and a conviction that the proper time for men to stop work was when they dropped of exhaustion his officers began their course with a battalion of french troops to aid them and they were put into company formation of about seventy-five men to the company just as the humble doughboy was they were all infantry officers who were to take command as first and second lieutenants but they specialized in whatever they chose they were distinguished by their hat bands white for bayonet experts blue for the liquid fire throwers yellow for the machine gunners red for the rifle grenadiers orange for the hand grenadiers and green for the riflemen these indicated roughly the various things they were taught there in addition to trench digging and the so-called battalion problems recognizable to the civilian as teamwork their work was not of the fireside or the library it was the joint opinion of general pershing general siebert and general bullard that the way to learn to dig a trench was to dig it and that nothing could so assist an officer in directing men at work as having first done the very job himself they had a permanent barracks which had once housed young french officers in pre-war days and they had a generous saturday to monday town leave these two benefactions plus their tidal waves of enthusiasm carried them through the herculean program devised by general bullard and the assisting french officers and troops they began of course with trench digging and followed with live grenades machine guns automatic rifles service shells bayonet work infantry formation for attack and gas tests 
then they were initiated into light and fire signals star shells gas bombing and liquid fire last they came in on the rise of the wave of rifle popularity and trained at it even more intensively than the first of the doughboys the rifle is the american weapon was general pershing's constant reiteration and it has other uses then as a stick for a bayonet but efficacious as schools of this type were there was a need they did not meet a need first practical then sentimental and equally valuable on both counts this was the training for the man from the ranks the war college in america acting in one of its rare snatches of spare time had ordered a school for officers in america to which any enlisted man was eligible general pershing overhauled this arrangement in one particular he framed his school in france so that nothing lower than a corporal could enter it this was on the theory that a man in the ranks who had ability showed it soon enough and was rewarded by a non-com rank that was the time when the way ahead should rightfully be open to him this school commenced its courses just before christmas with everything connected with it thoroughly worked out first the commissions it was entitled to bestow went up to the rank of major scholars entered it by recommendation of their superior officers which were forwarded by the commanders of divisions or other separate units and by the chiefs of departmental staffs to the commander-in-chief before these recommendations could be made the record of the applicant must be scanned closely and his efficiency rated if he were a linesman by fighting quality and if in training still or behind the lines by efficiency in all other duties then he entered and fared as it might happen if he succeeded his place was waiting for him at graduation as second lieutenant in a replacement division enormous numbers of these replacement divisions had to be held behind the lines from them all vacancies occurring in the combat units in the lines were filled and rank within them proceeded in the same manner as in any other division their chief difference was that there was no limit set upon the number of second lieutenants they could include so that promotions waited mainly for action to earn them within the combat units the vacancies were to be filled two-thirds by men in line of promotion within the unit itself and one-third from the replacement divisions the replacement divisions higher officers were those recovered from wounds who had lost their place in line and those who had not yet had any assignments to keep up a sufficient number of replacement divisions the arriving depot battalions were held to belong with them this school was located near the fighting line and its instructors were preponderantly american it put the stars of the general into the private's knapsack and began the great mill of officer-making that the experiences of other armies had shown to be so tragically necessary needless to say it was packed to overflowing from its first day End of chapter 10